This evening we invite you back to the book of James chapter 1. The book of James chapter 1. And tonight we're just going to read the first four verses for your hearing. That's where we're going to be uh, for our study tonight. James chapter 1 verses 1 through 4. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. May the Lord add his blessing uh, to the reading of his uh, word once again uh, tonight. Our subject tonight is still uh, temptation trials and temptations, uh, as this is the topic that we find uh, we find here in uh, these verses. Uh, in verse one, we have uh, that of the opening verse where that the author identifies himself, the recipient, and uh, gives a greeting, uh, as we noted this morning. And then in verse two, uh, we uh, picked up there uh, this morning. We'd just like to review just a little bit uh, uh, with regards to verse number two. Uh, James here, he's uh, writing and his audience here, uh, he calls them brethren. He says, my brethren, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations. Now these ones to whom James was writing to, they were brethren. Brethren according to the flesh, and they were also brethren uh, as far as uh, that of being the children of God. Uh, they were brothers and sisters. And so uh, as James addresses uh, his audience, uh, he addresses them uh, with uh, that of words that uh, uh, speak of that of their relationship. Uh, speaks of that of them uh, being that of one people, my brethren. He identifies with them uh, by calling them his brethren. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptation. Now, we told you that the first uh, statement there Count it all joy after that of my brethren is the main statement uh, of uh, the passage. My brethren, count it all joy. Now that word count is indeed that of a verb. Uh, it speaks of that of consideration. It speaks of that of uh, evaluation. Uh, James here, he's calling upon that of his brethren to evaluate something. And he goes on to tell us what that is. He says, count it all joy when ye fall in diverse temptation. Count, count it all joy when ye fall in the diverse temptation. That last part of verse 2, when ye fall in the diverse temptation, uh, it modifies uh, that of the word count. My brethren, count. When you fall into divers temptation. 
In other words, he's calling upon them to think, to uh, consider, uh, uh, to calculate. Uh, one writer brings out uh, the thought that this word uh, is a, a financial term, uh, which speaks of that of calculations. Uh, and so if we look at it that way, uh, James is calling upon the brethren to calculate uh, here. Uh, uh, calculate with regards to what? When you fall into divers' temptations, count it all joy, he says. Now, when you fall into divers' temptation, it points us back to that of the word count. And the word when there is a conjunction. It connects, it connects with that of the first part of of, of the verse there. Uh, and it's a time conjunction. Uh, now, the ideal here is not that of a specific time that is being spoken of here. But as we pointed out to you this morning, that that word, word when, uh, the Greek word, it can be translated when, or it can be translated whenever. And uh, the Translation, whenever, would seemingly uh, be better here uh, uh, because James here is talking about the idea of whenever, whenever they face that of a temptation, whenever they fa- uh, fall into a, a diverse temptation, that they are to count it all joy. When, when you fall, that is when you encounter the uh, uh, same word is used uh, where uh, we read the parable of the Good Samaritan. Uh, the Lord gave the parable of the Good, Good Samaritan about the a man who, uh, on his on, on on the road to Jericho, he fell in to that of a bunch of thieves. He fell into. Uh, that's the same ideal uh, here. Uh, the word actually uh, speaks of that of danger. When you fall, when you fall uh, uh, into divers temptations, and that word divers uh, speaks of that of various uh, or, or manifold. Uh, it speaks of the type. Uh, uh, this word is actually an adjective, so it's Uh, describing that of the temptations that are spoken of at the very end uh, of the verse. Uh, The word temptation there, uh, it has two meanings, or it can have two meanings. Uh, One, as we said, speaks of that of outward testings or trials. Uh, The other meaning has to do with that of internal uh, uh, testings, uh, we normally think of temptation that of uh, temptation towards that of evil, and that is uh, that internal uh, testing uh, that James goes on to speak of later on down uh, in the passage there in verses 13, 14, and 15. So James here he he calls upon the brethren uh, to count it all joy when they fall into divers or various manifold uh, temptations. Now, we raise the question, how, how can this be? Or 
why, why would we want to uh, account or calculate uh, in all joy when we would fall into divers temptations? Well, as I said this morning, uh, before we uh, enter into that of verse uh, number three here tonight, uh, I told you that uh, the worldling isn't going to do this. What we mean by a wor- by worldling is uh, those of the world, those who don't know the Lord. Uh, uh, they're not going uh, uh, to count it all joy uh, when they fall into uh, various uh, uh, temptations or uh, uh, trials. The one that will is the one who knows the Lord. He knows and he realizes uh, that the Lord, uh, that He is working in their lives. That He is uh, preparing them uh, to be more conformed uh, to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, My brethren, count all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, Knowing this. The word knowing here is a Greek word. It's gnosko. It's a circumstantial participle here uh, in the place that we have it here. And it modifies, once again, uh, that word count. Uh, We said, first of all, that count is modified by when you fall into diverse temptations. Count when you fall into diverse temptations. Now we're telling you that it's also modified by that of verse number 3, beginning with that of the word knowing. Count. Calculate. Consider. Think. Knowing or having that of this knowledge. The actual word means to know or to understand. Uh, In the context... Uh, that we find it here, it has a sense of to know experientially, to know or have knowledge about someone or something, normally as acquired through observation uh, or uh, senses. Knowing this, having this knowledge, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Now, what is the knowledge? The knowledge is this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Count in all joy knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. That latter part of verse number 3 that the trying of your faith worketh patience. It identifies that of the testing that James here is referring to. And it's found in those words, the trying of your faith the trying of your faith. Now, you'll note the 
pronoun there, your. It's not the trying of the faith, but it's the trying of your faith. Now, we made mention of an example early this morning, and that example being that of Abraham. Abraham's faith it's spoken of in the book of Hebrews chapter 11. It was a faith that was indeed tried. As you consider that of the example that the writer of Hebrews gives, it, it, it gives the example of Abraham and that of the offering up of Isaac there. Isaac being the son that God had promised unto Abraham and Sarah. The son that came to them when it was impossible, humanly speaking. God working a miracle uh, 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 in that of their lives. Sarah being barren and past the age of bearing children. Abraham uh, no longer being able uh, to have any part in that of the act. God miraculously revitalizing their bodies whereby Sarah brought forth that of this son, Isaac. Now, this wasn't something that happened overnight. No, it was something that happened over a period of time. His faith, Sarah's faith, it was, it was tested over a period of time. It was their faith in God. Their faith in the Lord. Their faith in that of His Word, His promise. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith, that it worketh patience. The word patience here, Speaks of the capacity to hold out or to bear up in the face of difficulty. Patience, endurance, fortitude, steadfastness, perseverance. Having this knowledge, James says, rejoice when you fall into diverse temptations. Having this knowledge that the trying of your faith worketh or it brings about that of patience or as we defined it that of endurance fortitude steadfastness perseverance any of those words uh, would give us that of the different shades of meaning that is found in that of the Greek word here Abraham and Sarah they they were patient. 
They endured. They persevered in that of their faith, their belief in the Lord, in that of His promise that He would give Him that Son, give Him that Son, through which the promised seed would come, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now this trying of faith it's varied. It's manifold. It's not the same with every individual. My faith Tested differently from your faith. It may be that your faith is tested by means of suffering, by that of the means of that of pain. It might be that your faith is tested by that of financial difficulties or that of betrayals by friends or family. Your faith may be tested by that of members in your family or friends that are near you. I think of Job. Job was tested of the Lord. But I believe we could also say that Job was tested by that of his friends also that were around him. By what they said to him. By that of what they were telling him. So the trying of faith, it comes, it comes in different ways. Knowing this at the trying of your faith that it worketh patience. Knowing this, having this knowledge is having this knowledge that enables us to be able to rejoice. To have that of joy when we fall into various temptations. Knowing this at the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. As we would look at that of verse number three, we might think that patience is the end of that of the trying of one's faith, or it is that of the Goal, the goal. But we see as we go on further in that of verse number three that that's not the ultimate goal. 
is part of it. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh or bringeth about patience or endurance. But, but let patience have her perfect work. Patience has something to do. Let patience have her perfect or complete work is the idea here. That she may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. I want to draw your attention to that of the three terms there at the very end of chapter 4. Or verse 4, he says that you may be perfect, entire, and wanting nothing. The word perfect, the meaning of this word or the idea that is found in it is, is that of maturity. The word entire has the idea of that of completeness. Wanting nothing, the ideal is that of fully, fully equipped. What James here is telling us is, is, is that through that of these various trials, God is working in our life and He is conforming us through that of the manifold trials to the image of His dear son to that purpose that he has uh, uh, for us and that purpose being that we be conformed to the image of his son I want to go back once again to that of Abraham and the example found uh, in the book of Hebrews that was made mention there but we'll, I want to go back to Genesis chapter 22 Genesis chapter 22, we have the full historical account of that of Abraham uh, offering up uh, uh, Isaac. Verse number 1, it says, And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham, or as we pointed out, tested Abraham, and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass and I and the lad will go yonder and worship, and come again to you. 
And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father, and he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering.